the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. We're not, as some would have us believe, doomed to an inevitable decline. I do not believe in a fate that will fall on us no matter what we do. I do believe in a fate that will fall on us if we do nothing. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses, or stars of David. They add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is Always Right on AM 1420. The answer is your host, Bob Frantz. And a good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. Seven minutes after the hour of nine o'clock and we're ready to roll. On this Monday, the seventh morning of the third month of the year of our Lord, 2022. We are, uh, we are packed with information today, packed with all kinds of important education, facts and updates, audio. But we are not packed with guests. Congressman Jim Jordan normally joins us on Monday, is again finding himself in a travel quandary. He'll be with us on Thursday. Open opportunities for you. I won't call it free for all because I want to stay on topic, but... Uh, lots of opportunities for you to be on the program this morning at 216-901-0945. So, Congressman Jordan's schedule snafu makes us guest-free, and that's great news for you if you've got something to say, something to ask, something to uh, contribute to the conversations that we are about to have. 216-901-0945 and 888-281-1110. Either one of those numbers will get you here. Don't forget to visit... Um, my social media accounts. Um, we're going to be launching the Always Right webpage tomorrow. We are going to link that to a new Facebook uh, news page, Always Right Facebook news page, which you can check into. And you can also follow me on Getter, which is, uh, and Instagram. Always write WHK on both Getter and Instagram. So you can check me out in all of those places to see some of the stories that uh, are the most important to us. So we're over four. Now, probably never thought you'd see that, right? Well, maybe you did, actually. When the Democrats were in power, this is the kind of thing that happens. 
It happened when uh, uh, when Jimmy Carter was president. It happened when Barack Obama was pre- uh, president. It's happening now that Joe Biden is president. This is what they do. We're over four. Four dollars a gallon. Massive gas price spikes and gas shortages soon to come. Do you remember the glory days, the halcyon days in the late 1970s of the Carter gas lines? People lined up around blocks, city blocks, trying to get in to get some of the last few drops that were remaining. You remember all that? Yeah, well, you're about to relive them. I remember them very vaguely because I was a young kid at that time. I was around 10 in 77. So, you know, around that time, yeah, I just dated myself, and that's okay. Uh, I got a few rings if you cut me open. But, uh, but yeah, I remember it, and, of course, I remember it through just studying history. And I certainly remember what happened in 2008, the last time that we were in this position where gas was reaching $130 per barrel. Just to give you a little bit of a basis of comparison, an average ga- or a gallon of gas rather was on average two dollars and seven cents one year ago, coming off of and this was by the way coming off of the Trump economy and even the COVID twenty twenty Trump economy. Gas was two dollars and seven cents. It was under two dollars for the majority of the Trump years, but it was two oh seven. One year later. We are averaging over $4 a gallon nationally. Now, you might say, well, this is because Russia, this is because Ukraine, this is because of the global market, because of the invasion. Yes, that certainly plays a role. There's no question about that. To pin it all on that would be to ignore the last 13 months. For the last 13 months, gas prices have been steadily rising as you hear Joe Biden and the blithering idiot known as Kamala Harris begging on the open market, begging to the international uh, communities uh, to ask OPEC to increase production. Begging OPEC to increase production because we decreased production here. Why? Because of the extraordinary power of the green lobby that is intent on killing fossil fuels despite the fact that you cannot have renewable energies without fossil fuels. This has been climbing. It didn't just go from 207 a week and a half ago, or now two weeks ago. I think we're on day 12 or day 13 of the uh, the uh, Russian war in Ukraine. We'll call it the Russian war. It's not a mutual combative situation. This is an invasion by one country of another sovereign country. So it's the Russian war in Ukraine, not the Russian-Ukrainian war. I just want to be clear about that. But this this didn't go from two weeks ago, 207, to, hey, Russia invaded Ukraine, destabilizing the world uh, 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 oil supply or energy supply. It didn't happen. It didn't go from 207 to $4 because of the invasion. It climbed from 207 to 217 to 267, and away we went. This has been coming because of Biden's decision-making. Pure and simple. So where does that leave us? Well, that's going to be the subject of our monologue this morning, which I will begin after I ask you to rise. 
patriots. If you are a patriot, please stand and face a flag if you have one nearby or an image of one if you have created one. I still love the creativity that you come up with if you don't have flags in your front yards, and that's fantastic. Uh, but if you have a flag or a flag image, go ahead and face it. If you do not, that's okay. Go ahead and close your eyes and imagine one. If you are a believer in $4 a gallon gas, if you are a believer in the green mafia, if you are a believer in destroying fossil fuels and a, a massive amount of the American economy, if you are a believer in destabilizing the United States of America's economy and energy production, all for the purposes of joining in a global reset... You know who you are, and you can go ahead and take a knee while we say our pledge. Take the knee next to your favorite ex-quarterback for the rest of us. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. From the very moment Let's Go Brandon took office when he was uh, inaugurated on January 20th of 2021, from that very moment he started assaulting and attacking the American energy sector. He immediately signed orders revoking the leases to frack on federal lands to drill and dig for and explore for more natural gas. He immediately banned leases or signed orders revoking leases for oil driving, uh, drilling offshore. He immediately signed an executive order to stop the construction of the Keystone XL pipeline. And almost at the very same time, he pulled, revoked, waived sanctions on Russian energy by way of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, which f- provides most of Europe with most of their energy, their natural gas. Making Vladimir Putin's Russia billions in the process. This is what he did from the very beginning. Over the course of the last year, as you know, as our gas prices and our energy prices have continued to soar, and we've experienced it all winter long in the form of higher prices, particularly if your home is heated with gas, we've all experienced it and watched it. And we watched him go hat in hand to OPEC, screaming, will you help us out over here? Our energy costs are through the roof. Can you start producing more? Can you flood the global market market with more oil and more natural gas so we can drive down the costs here? A man who inherited an economy and a man who inherited an energy sector that was literally independent America was a net exporter of energy for the first time in American history under President 45. A net exporter. And we were literally energy independent. We didn't need anybody for anything. Yeah, we kept buying some on the open market. So we didn't use all of ours at all times, but that's part of trade. We took some in, but we sent more out. Hence the term net exporter of energy for the first time. Joe Biden came in and wrecked that on day one, then went out and asked, hat in hand, hey, will you guys start producing more? OPEC nations flipped him the bird and said, good luck. Remember, Joe Biden was going to repair our relationship that was so damaged during the Trump years, repair our relationships with our uh, allies abroad. 
and to try to fix things with our enemies abroad. Remember this? That's what he was going to do. He was Mr. Foreign Policy. Headline, yesterday, Sunday, March 6th, Biden advisors way Saudi Arabia trip for more oil. Biden took a nation that was energy independent and now is about to go again, hat in hand, to the Saudis, begging for them to pump and release more oil. This would illustrate, as Axios says, the gravity of the global energy crisis driven by Russia's invasion of Ukraine. But here in the United States, it simply exacerbates the energy crisis driven by Biden's invasion of America. Let's go, Brandon invaded America and began attacking it from the start, from the standpoint of crushing our energy. Now, a lot of people, by the way, and this should be pointed out, a lot of people are mistakenly saying that Biden shut off the Keystone XL pipeline. He didn't. It wasn't done yet. It was on a very fast track to being done and very likely would have been in production right now to the tune, according to the experts, of about 830,000 barrels of oil a day. We have zero, zero barrels being moved by that pipeline today because of Biden shutting it down. He immediately shut down production of the wall and the completion of the Keystone XL pipeline. And those two things are interrelated. You add his policies on banning fracking on federal lands to that, and now you come up with a crisis. And they warned us back in what, October? I remember doing the story on the air with you. They warned us back in October that you better be prepared for a 30, 40 to maybe even 50% increase in your home heating costs this winter. And it all depended on which kind of heat that you use. And guess what? We've seen it. There's no question we have seen it. So between the increased heating costs for our home and the increased uh, prices at the pump, this is literally a Biden-created catastrophe. $4 a gallon, and he's going over to Saudi Arabia. Remember Saudi Arabia? The nation that Biden had publicly condemned and criticized for the uh, uh, um, dismemberment, the murder and dismemberment of the Washington Post columnist uh, Jamal Khashoggi. Do you remember this? Biden chastised Saudi Arabia. The CIA believes that its de facto leader, the Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, uh, uh, literally ordered the hit on Khashoggi. We weren't going to be friends with uh, Saudi Arabia, we were told. We were going to remain partners with them simply out of necessity, but we were not going to be uh, friends or allies. And here we go, hat in hand to the Crown Prince, saying, please pump more. We're at 100 Forty dollars a barrel, nearly, and this is before we do what needs to be done in Russia. What does that mean, Bob? Well, that means we haven't even banned the importing of Russian oil yet. Remember, we talked about this last week. The United States, after banning. The completion on the Keystone XL pipeline, which would have pumped 830,000 barrels a day here domestically, we have been importing 540,000 barrels a day from Russia. Russia's sending it here. They're sending it to, to, to all of Europe. Russia's making billions. 
And with and oil on the global market now at $140 a barrel, they're making billions more. And we haven't done what has to be done, which is to stop its importing. We can't continue it, right? We can't continue to import Russian oil, thus funding and bankrolling their invasion of Ukraine, destabilizing Eastern Europe, destabilizing Europe, period, and inspiring and emboldening the destabilization of Asia, as China watches ever so closely to see when the right time is to strike Taiwan. To literally take over Taiwan. They already pretty much have Taiwan under their thumb anyway with the one-China uh, one policy. But Taiwan still is an independent people, and they are about to become very dependent because they're about to be overtaken by the Communist Chinese Party. So what are we going to do? Are we going to continue to fund Russia and thus embolden the Russians and the Chinese to engage in these destabilizing invasions by, by funding and bankrolling them and buying oil from them? Or do we cut off that purchase, thus driving domestic prices even higher? You tell me something. With gas at 4 bucks a gallon, what's a fill-up for you? Then tell me how many times you fill up a week. How many times do you fill up a month? Do you have a 20-minute commute? Do you have a 30- or 40-minute commute? How much driving do you do? How many times do you fill up per month? Now, I want you to figure out your increased cost from $2 a gallon to now $4 a gallon. Then go ahead and pull out your calculator. And what, when it, what happens when it rises to four fifty, five, and five fifty a gallon if we do indeed stop the importation of Russian oil? Gas prices just pumped eleven percent. Excuse me, just jumped eleven percent on week to uh, uh, average to around four dollars a gallon. The, gallon, the highest level since Obama. The highest level since Obama when he took over in two thousand eight, and that was, of course, at the end of the uh, uh, destabilizing crisis that we had uh, with the Bush administration too. But we're literally talking about, you know, fourteen, sixteen years ago. That's what we're talking about here the last time the prices were this high. You tell me what it's going to do to your budget. You tell me how you are going to handle this for your family, particularly if you're living paycheck to paycheck. And most families don't have a big nest egg that they're contributing to. They are paycheck to paycheck. The average American household is $16,000 in debt in revolving credit. And you just can't afford to have your budget go this much higher for your gas. How are you going to handle it? What are you going to cut out of your lifestyle in order to pay for the pump? I got more thoughts on this, and I got more news on this coming up right here on AM 1420, The Answer. Sorry about that. Got a little audio bleed. Uh, 926, we continue on AM 1420, The Answer. As it pertains to your lifestyle, that's my question. I would like you to answer it, 216 
and triple eight two eight one two eight one eleven ten. What what's an average uh, vehicle? And obviously, if you're driving a you know an F one fifty, it's more. If if you're driving maybe a little, um, I don't know. Uh, what pick a small car? Pick your small car, particularly. Uh, uh, I don't know, a little a little Corolla or something. If you're driving a smaller car, maybe you have a much smaller gas tank. What's an average gas tank for an average American car? Thirteen gallons, maybe. I think some are some are around eleven. Some are like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, depending on the vehicle, right? I don't know. Let's let's say let's say for the sake of hitting a middle mark, let's say fifteen. Let's say an average vehicle takes fifteen gallons of gas to fill it up. Fifteen gallons at two dollars and seven cents is going to be just over thirty dollars. 15 gallons at just over $4 a gallon is going to be just over $60. We're talking about double. We're not done, not by a long shot, because the gas prices are continuing to spike as the uh, international oil costs continue to spike. The the oil right now is trading at $130 a barrel, pushing toward $140. Experts don't know where it will stop. Experts in the energy and the petroleum industry say they don't know what the lid will be, if there is one at all. It can rise, dare I say, just indefinitely and exponentially. So let's go to $5, which is not out of the realm of possibility. What did you pay last time? I paid three seventy nine on Saturday. And that's because we were gonna go to Sam's Club and get it, where it was thirty cents cheaper at three forty nine. But remember those lines uh, that we talked about in the nineteen seventies, the gas uh, lines. Uh, yeah, it, it's like that at the places that are, that are club memberships where you can save a bunch of money. So we we would have been in that line probably for about fifty minutes. We stayed in it for twenty five thirty before we realized we were one car closer. I don't know what took so long, but that's the way it was. So we moved on and went to three seventy nine. Now that was the latest that we saw. I haven't looked anywhere else since then. But the national average now is over four, and the question is: is at what point does the national average push five? Week, two weeks? What happens if we do indeed stop buying foreign oil from Russia? What happens if the OPEC countries decide they're not going to step up their own production, thereby making it even more expensive? What happens if it gets to five? What happens if it gets to six? Now we're talking what? Just for the sake of the conversation, let's say you've got a 15-gallon gas tank, and let's say it starts costing you $6 a gallon. Now you're talking about $90 a fill-up. And just throwing this out there. You could be at, you could be at $60 a fill-up, in fact, you're probably there right now at four dollars a gallon. You could go to seventy-five at five dollars a gallon. You could go to ninety at six dollars a gallon. And here's my question to you again: If you fill up twice a week, once a week, multiply that by the four point three weeks that we have in a month, and then multiply that by twelve months, and you tell me how much more per uh, uh, per year you can do it by the month or the year are you going to be paying for gas? And once you realize what that number is, I ask you: What are you cutting out? We cutting out groceries, food, going to be late on payments on the utilities. American families living paycheck to paycheck cannot afford to have their fill-ups go from thirty dollars to sixty dollars to seventy-five dollars to ninety dollars to fill your tank. They can't. Their budgets can't hold it. Bankruptcies. 
homelessness, evictions? What are we talking about here? Now you wonder, or rather maybe now you know, if you ever wondered why we close every show with Let's Go Brandon. Right back after the news. Holding the line against the darkness of tyranny. Always right with Bob France on AM 1420. The answer. Yeah, I saw one of those guys yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Was it? Yeah, I think it was yesterday. I pointed it out to my wife. We were going. I think we might have been on our way to the Batman movie. We went and watched the Batman movie. Uh, if you want a review, <laughs> yeah, you're probably asking the wrong guy. Yeah, did not did not like it. Then I like it. Didn't hate it. Wasn't as cheesy as the old George Clooney, Val Kilmer versions. But no, no, especially not at three hours. Anyway, I saw one of those guys. His mask was pulled down beneath his chin. He was by himself. He was in the car at the light next to us. I pointed. I didn't point to at him. Make it obvious. I nudged my wife. I said, look over here at this idiot. And she goes, I know, I know. It's like, what did he do? Just pull it down from his nose to take a nice deep breath of his own air in his own car with his all four windows up before putting it back up again? Why is that thing hanging around your ears? I don't understand it at all. There's a great article that I read that I don't know that I can find on a moment's notice, but it was really well done uh, by a national review about why progressives just cannot quit their masks. There, it's, It was headlined that, why progressives can't quit their masks. There is something about it that is just so extraordinarily um, meaningful to them, beyond the obvious, which is trying to show that you care about other people, that whole virtue signal. Beyond that, I mean, what? A, how else do you explain Biden himself on Monday last week walking, I talked about this before, across a lawn to the uh, to Marine One with a mask on, all by himself, nobody within 20, 30 feet of him. And then Biden on Tuesday night at the State of the Union in a packed chamber, uh, going nose to nose with people as he whispered in their ears or sniffed their hair, mask free. And then the next day going to an event that he spoke at wearing mask again. They can't quit it. They can't. It's political, 100% for show. That's the only thing it can possibly be. But it's another thing when you, again, do it in your car. Is it is it driving around just to show people again how virtuous you are? It's got to be a reason. But I really think it's truly political. Uh, the best uh, comparison, again, I heard uh, last week, I talked about this, is that it's the old lapel pin after 9-11. If you're not wearing the American flag pin after 9-11, and if you weren't wearing the American flag pin after we went into Iraq in 2003, you were not a true American. Where's your flag pin? Where's your? This became a source of controversy on in Congress at, at uh, committee hearings. Where's your flag pin? You don't care? You don't support the troops? That's what it became. And that's what the mask is. What? You don't support good health? You don't support people not dying of a pandemic? What's wrong with you? Put that mask on. That was that was the flag pin of the day. That's what it is. It's a great uh, comparison. So back to the question, and I'll go right to your calls here uh, to it two one six nine zero one zero nine four five and triple eight two eight one eleven ten. What will you give up from your um, monthly budget if you have to start paying four dollars a gallon, which you are right now, on average, um, per gallon of gas? What happens when it's five? Because, I mean, if you if you sit down and, and some people make out a monthly budget and some don't. 
Um, if you do, you know, what's number one on your list? Probably your mortgage or your rent, depending on how you live. That's number one. First thing's got to be paid, right? Your shelter. Then what's the second thing on that list that has to be paid right now? That's the most important thing. Is your utilities? Make sure the lights are on to make sure that the uh, home is warm. Your water is running and so forth? Probably right up at the top. Your insurance? Probably right there at the top as well or near the top as well. At some point, you're going to get to your fuel. I got to go to work. I got to get here, there, and everywhere. I got to get the kids to their practice, to their school, to their games, to this, that, and the other. Here's how much gas I use per month. Here's what my need is. And I was able to meet that need with this amount of dollars at 207 a gallon. I was able to meet less of that need at 257 a gallon. Now that I'm at 307, 377, and now that we're over $4 on average nationally, suddenly I can't meet that anymore. Something's got to be cut. What am I cutting out of the budget? Groceries, clothing, being late on those utilities, being late on the insurance, letting it lapse. What are we cutting out? Maybe you can afford to send your kid to a private school to get them away from the indoctrination centers that are America's public schools before. Can you now? Depends on how long this lasts, right? Well, how long is it going to last? What are you cutting out of your budget? That's my legitimate question to you. And question number two is, do you want to see Joe Biden ban the importing of Russian oil to the United States, knowing that it's the right thing to do because we're not funding their invasion of Ukraine and destabilizing Europe and the world, but also knowing it's going to add another dollar or dollar and a half per gallon to your gas bill. Per gallon. Knowing that it's going to hurt. We're going to pay a massive price at the pump. And by the way, not to, not to you know, let's not be too superficial here. It's not just when we fill up that we will pay that price. Every single thing that you buy that is delivered via truck. Everything that uses fuel to transport it from there to here to your shelves, those prices have to go up too because the trucking, the shipping costs are going to go up with the same exact thing. So when a gallon of diesel goes to 650 and the things that they're transporting rise in price too you're you're getting hurt at the store as well will you let me ask you would you contact your member of congress right now and tell them to cut the purchase of russian oil for the purpose of being right but knowing it's going to hurt you even more at the pocketbook in the pocketbook or will you contract contact your member of congress and say let it flow yeah, it sucks what's happening over there, but I can't afford any more. I cannot afford to pay any more than I already am. Let it flow. Go to OPEC Hat in Hand and ask them to increase the production. Come on, I need some help here. I want you to tell me as an American citizen, and if you're listening to this program, I consider you to be an American patriot. What do you want to do? Louise is in Eastlake. Hi, Louise. Thank, thank you for your patience. Oh, I'm sorry. It looks like I just missed Louise. Let's go to Mary. Mary, you're on AM 1420. The answer, go right ahead. Hi, Bob. Um, I just want you to know, four mornings a week, I have been going to the college, to the fitness center, uh-huh. from the west side of Lorraine. And I do that to keep myself strong and to keep doing what I am doing. Granted, I'm 88 years old, but I still oh. want to be able to drive my car and do the things that I am doing now. Yes, I watch at the grocery store, pick something up, 
I don't think I need this, and I'll set it back down because of the price. And even though I am living in an all-electric apartment, my last electric bill was $267. Oh, my goodness. So oh my it's goodness. like, where, where does it end, and what do you do? So going back to you, the beginning of what you said, you like to go to the college, Lorraine County Community College from the west side of Lorraine, and you go over there and you use the fitness center and so forth. Did you? Are you saying you're going to stop doing that? Is that something you'll have to cut out, or, or what, is your, what is your plan? Well, I'm thinking if it, gets, if it goes over $4, maybe I will cut out one day. If it keeps going higher, I'm going to have to quit driving over there because it's taking too much gas. Right. That's exactly the, the, the thing that I'm worried about and that I'm asking people about, what you're going to have to sacrifice in order to deal with this. And you know what? Before you go, Mary, I just want to say God bless you. You're 88, and you're making four-day-per-week trips to the fitness center. Most of us don't go one day a week. God bless you. I mean that very seriously. God bless you and keep you in the great health. Thank life. you. Thank you for the call. All right. um, that's what I'm talking about. I, I was throwing out budgetary items there, just kind of you know riffing. I didn't mention the, the, the choices that we make, the gym membership, right? The club that you're, you're a member of, anything that's got a magazine subscriptions. Yeah, people still actually subscribe to magazines and sometimes to newspapers, and sometimes they have to pay to get them online through the paywalls, things like that. If your fuel costs continue to rise, you're going to have to sacrifice some of those things. Mary's talking about losing some of her gym time, maybe all of it if it keeps going. Because it just costs too much to get there. What are you prepared to give up? And are you prepared to tell Congress to do the right thing when it comes to banning the import, importing of Russian oil from Vladimir Putin, knowing that when we ban that, our prices are going to go up even higher? Charlie's in Westlake next. Hey, Charlie, go ahead. Hey, Bob. I decided I'm going to have to downsize, so I'm going to get rid of my horse and get a pony. That's my plan. I'm kidding, of course. I, did, I was going to say I don't know too many ranches in Westlake, but go ahead. Well, everybody's going to have to get a horse. We're talking about $5 a gallon. What if it goes up to $10 a gallon? It's it's over, and it could happen. I mean, this this uh, nuclear saber rattling going on is very, very... Very frightening. I mean, well, and, but you know, uh, you know, you're, you're you're right. It could, and I know it sounds like okay. Now we're getting extreme. Now we're being stupid. Ten dollars, but literally, the petroleum experts say, especially if we cut off the flow of of uh, you know Russian oil, and if the OPEC uh, countries um, do not increase their global production, we're already one hundred and thirty dollars, pushing one hundred and forty dollars a barrel on the open market. If that one hundred and forty gets close to two hundred, yes. The $4 a gallon could become $8 a gallon, could become $9 a gallon, or as you say, 10 And people will say we're being melodramatic and we're trying to panic people. But no, this is what the petroleum experts are saying. The industry will only bear, will only be able to, to produce you know, what, what they're able to get. The, uh, and, and the United States is supposed to be one of those oil-producing countries until Joe Biden shut it down to a minimum production. Well, I think the left, they think that this is their way to their green world with electric cars and all that. They don't understand. Electric cars cost more oil to build. The first five years, you don't even get it back. So, you know, I think we're... We're in very tenuous times. It's crazy. Well, you're 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 a thousand percent right about that. It was going to be one of my next topics. So, thanks for leading me into it, Charlie. Appreciate the call. 
I was going to talk about, you know, why Biden would look at all of this right now and not immediately make a public announcement released from the Oval Office by orders of the president. Energy is to be increased to maximum production until further notice. We want everything drilled. We want everything fracked. We want everything explored. We want every single bit of our refining capacities up to 100%. We want pipelines built. We want everything that has been slowing down energy production since Biden took over. After being energy independent under Trump for four years, we want it all reversed and go back to that. At least now, for now. Why wouldn't Biden do that? Why wouldn't that be a prudent thing to do, particularly in a midterm election year? Why wouldn't that be the right thing to do for the American consumer? And the answer to that question is, is this is what they've always wanted. You understand that? When gas becomes 6 7 8 $9 a gallon, when it becomes literally counterproductive for you to drive to work you'd rather almost take a layoff or or just not show up enough times to get fired so that you can collect unemployment and not have to drive that car and pay those commute costs you'd be getting off better in some cases some people would be better off collecting the unemployment check and not paying the gas bill the fuel bill They would rather, the goal here is to, to, to get people to refuse to drive the cars that are costing them hundreds of dollars per month in fuel costs and get them into electric cars. Because people will do that. People will cave. And suddenly the green movement is on. The move to all electric vehicles and getting rid of all gasoline, you know, uh, 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 combustion engines... It's on. This is what they've always wanted. This is what their green overlords are demanding. That's part of the global reset. Part of the global reset is killing the global oil market. But what they refuse to take into consideration is what Charlie just said. Green renewable energies, like those electric car batteries, cannot exist, cannot be built without fossil fuels. Coal-fired power plants produce the electricity that they want these cars to run on, for crying out loud. But this is the goal. There is an agenda here beyond uh, your, your cost at the pump. I got more right after this. Showing you how government works. 60% of the time, it works. Every time. Always right with Bob France. That doesn't make sense. On AM 1420. Okay, 9.55. Let's get a couple more phone calls in here before the top of the hour. By the way, we are guest-free today. Jim Jordan had to move to Thursday, so uh, don't hang up if we get to the top of the hour and you don't get on yet. We're taking calls next hour as well. 216-901-0945 and 888-281-1110. Tom is in Chesterland. Hello, Tom. You're on the air. Go ahead, sir. How are you doing, Bob? Good time. Been listening pretty much for the last year and a half to you. Um, and I used to listen to you years ago. But anyway, the thing about, first off, I got to say this. A couple weeks ago, I was thinking when Russia invaded Ukraine, Ukraine is a corrupt nation, okay? I remember when 
uh, Hunter Biden was making money from Burisma, which is a Ukrainian oil firm. That's right. So they want us to pay for the Russian oil because we're not producing it here. They want us to back Ukraine in the fight. They want us to finance both sides of this conflict. This this is madness. Well, I don't think they quote unquote want to continue to fund Russia's invasion of Ukraine by by buying that oil, but that's the de facto result. That's what happens if we right. keep buying. Because if we don't, as I said, the four dollars that we're already at because of the the the, the uh, uh, world prices, the uh, open market prices, you know, the four dollars becomes six, becomes seven, becomes eight dollars, and then Americans do what? Then they get even more livid at uh, the federal government. So, I, I it's a byproduct. That we are funding them, uh, but the question is, is what would you rather have them do? Have us pay that price and cut the funding to Russia or not? Well, so last night I was sitting there thinking about it, and I said, well, the easy and most simple solution is we just reopen our energy, and that way we're not funding Russia anymore. They can't afford to invade Ukraine. The American people are buying gas for two fifty a gallon again. Everybody's happy, and, and the conflict ends. Yeah, well, that's you're right. That is exactly what the easy answer is, which is why they'll never go with it. I mean, Biden has has to know that, and he had to know that a long time ago. And thanks for the call. But he he was he was um, very very clear and very deliberate about this. He is not going to order the maximization of energy production in America under any uh, uh, terms, under any circumstances, because his left base will kill him. Politically speaking, his left base will kill him. Because if you say crank up the oil, crank up the fracking, crank up the natural gas uh, and, and the fossil fuels, the, he will get politically destroyed. He can't as he continues to push global warming, climate change. Uh, you know, we, we've got to protect the planet. No more fossil fuels, renewables, this, energy, or uh, uh, um, uh, solar, that. This, this is why he will never do it. So, again, my question becomes, what should we do if he's not going to do that? Do we tell Russia to go get screwed? We don't want your oil anymore. We're not going to fund your invasion of Ukraine. Or do we say, yeah, $4 is better than $9. Keep it flowing. You, you tell me. What do you, want him, what do you want him to do if he won't do what uh, Tom just said, which is the obvious thing? Mario in Mayfield Heights. Mario, you're on AM 1420. The answer. Good morning. How you doing, Bob? Long time. Good. Is this um, my barber? No, I'm sorry, the pizza boy. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Go I, ahead, Mario. I used, to be, I used to be in East Lake. I used to be in East Lake. Okay, but anyway, gotcha. Yes, sir. This is going to kill small business. I went through this. I went through this in 2008, 2009. The cost of people buying, you know, filling up their tanks from $40 to $80, yeah. they'll, stop buy, they'll stop buying pizzas. They'll stop going to restaurants. And that just cascades into business owners having to decide, do I make my house payment or do I pay my note on my business? This is going to cause business, and they're weak as it is already from COVID. They're going to, the ones that are left are going to just like start falling off the grapevine. And it's going to do what? And, to the, to, and it's going to do what to their workers, too? They're going to have to lay off workers because they can't afford to pay them. It's just, it's just good. It's a domino effect. I lived through this in 2008, 2010. The White House is guarded like a regime. We can't even do something like, like the, uh, what, what was that, um, uh, freedom, whatever. But, oh, the, con- but my, the people's convoy? Solution, 
No, not I back in 2008 with, with Breitbart. And, oh, the Tea Party. The Tea Party? Party? The Tea Party. Yeah. You can't even do that because they're going to call you a terrorist. Well, I don't even want to get into that part. But let's stay on topic. And, and, and then the only solution I see is for these Republicans that are weak, spineless. When it comes up to fund the government, we don't fund unless you open up the oil. Have some backbone and put these mothers in the, in the corner to let them make a decision. These people are, I mean, we all know what they're trying to do with the green energy. So, and, and we all know that he's just going to keep going. So let's not shut, if, if a small business can get shut down, shut down the government. Tell you what, I'll, I'll tell you what. The key words you said, though, is if he has a backbone, and that would. And, and when is the last time you saw that squishy old man? Thank you for the call. Ever show any kind of a backbone? Because I, I don't think that's going to happen. You're right. It's a great point you make. There are some solutions here that are tough ones that have to be made. Uh, he's not going to make them. It's ten oh one. We'll get our news. We'll come back guest free in hour two as well. So if you're not on hold, get there. If you are on hold, stay there. Always right. AM 1420, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com. <laughs> 